Hey everyone, before I begin on the stories, I just wanted to say that I hope all of you had a really great Christmas, if you celebrate of course. But if you didn't, and this is a really hard time of the year for you, I just wanted to let you guys know, I really appreciate you guys, and I love you guys so much. This channel wouldn't be where it is without the amazing support of people like you, so I just want to say thank you for everything. All that being said, if 2021 wasn't your year, I sincerely hope that in 2022, great things happen for you. Okay, let's get into the stories. And remember, to always, stay hungry. I want to start off by saying that Christmas is my favorite holiday. But every year, I always remember what happened to my family and I on Christmas 2019. When I was 12 years old, I went to my cousin's house with my family to celebrate Christmas. It was a really fun night with a lot of laughs and joy. My family and I decided to stay at my cousin's house to sleep over because our house was like half an hour away. So we got a guest bedroom and my family and I slept, but when I woke up, it was about 4 in the morning. I had heard some strange noises downstairs and I decided to check it out. I'm not even playing. When I went downstairs, I saw someone dressed up as Santa Claus, and I saw him looking around in the kitchen and looking for gifts under our tree. But there really weren't many gifts left because my cousin's family and I had opened up a lot of them, but there were still a few of them left under the tree. I then went back upstairs, and I woke up my dad. My dad went downstairs with me, but there was no one inside the house. My dad then just told me that I must have just had a bad dream and to go back to sleep. I just decided to go back to sleep and in the morning when everyone woke up and we were getting ready to eat breakfast, my uncle went in the basement to go get some drinks and he saw the basement window was completely shattered and it looked like someone climbed in. My uncle then called the cops and when the cops came, they really couldn't find any evidence of someone breaking in except for the window. My whole family was really scared. My uncle and dad checked the whole house just to see if anything was stolen. Then my uncle and dad came running downstairs and into the kitchen and said they heard something in the attic. My uncle and dad went to go check it out and they then started yelling because they saw the man that I saw dressed as Santa hiding behind a bunch of boxes. They called the cops and all of us went outside to wait for the cops to arrive. When the cops came, the officers went running inside and they pulled the man out of the attic. They found out that he had a knife and tape in his pockets. The officer then said it wasn't just him breaking into our house. There were apparently multiple people reporting in the neighborhood of someone dressed as Santa breaking into their house, so we were the fourth call. The officers then told us that these people dressed as Santa had apparently worked at separate malls and they got fired. It was a pretty creepy experience to say the least. Please have a safe Christmas everyone and happy holidays. Alright, so before I begin this story, I just want to say that this story happened in 2017 and I'm still a little messed up about it. I was about 10 years old at the time, so be aware of the pretty bad decisions that I made in this story. So when I was about 10 years old, fresh out of elementary school, getting ready and hyped up for summer break, my mom decided to sign me up for this summer camp. It wasn't one of those camps where you send your child there and bring them back after a month. It was one of those camps where you drop your child off in the morning and then you pick them back up in the afternoon. 
At the time, I was very confused about this since I was planning on hanging out with my friends and having a good time and not going to a boring summer camp with people I don't know since I'm very introverted and like to keep to myself a lot. So the first day I got there, they divided us by our age group. Keep in mind that I'm 10 years old and very shy and can't even speak up for myself when a teacher or an adult asks me a question. So when the teachers told the kids and teens to sit at the correct table, I was nervous and scared and trying not to make a mistake. And of course, like I always did, I make a mistake and sat at the wrong table, which were for 11 and 12 year olds. This will be relevant later on in the story. So about a month or two later, there was a new kid and for privacy reasons, we'll call him Michael. So Michael was 11 or 12 and was honestly very confusing. I couldn't tell if he had mental problems or if he was just insane and just did the things he did for fun. He had some kind of speech problem, like every time he talked he would sound like a scratched up CD they couldn't play anymore, and sometimes kids and teens in the group would always make fun of him for the way he talked. I never made fun of him at all, and I was very nice to him whenever he would speak to me, since I was raised to treat others with respect and kindness no matter what, since you never really know what others are going through in life. And honestly, I think this is what made him have a crush on me, and what eventually led to him becoming obsessed with me. I remember one day, I was talking with some friends and just drawing pictures and minding my own business when I looked up to see him staring at me. At first, I just thought he was just looking around and we both happened to be looking at each other. But after about five minutes, I noticed that he was definitely staring at me. In my mind, I was kind of panicking a little since a guy has never looked at me before, especially for like five minutes straight. After a couple of seconds, I noticed that he waved over to one of my friends. I didn't really pay it any mind since he might have just wanted to get her to draw something since she was a very good drawer and sometimes the other kids and teens would ask her to draw them. When she went over to Michael, I noticed that he was looking at me and whispering in her ear. Again, I didn't really pay any mind, I just thought he was requesting a drawing or something. That's when she came up to me and she said Michael wants to know your favorite color. I was very confused and unfazed, but I said back, um, it's white. She nodded her head and then headed over to him. I saw them whispering and talking to each other later on and he was going back and forth asking me weird questions. What's your favorite food? Or what's your favorite thing to do? Or do you like tall guys or short guys? Or do you have a boyfriend or girlfriend? Are you gay? I was getting very offended and uncomfortable. I told my friend to tell him that I really wasn't interested in him and that he's really creeping me out and to please stop asking me questions that I wasn't interested in answering. My friend told him this, and to my surprise, he actually kept asking me questions to the point where my friend was actually getting tired of going back and forth telling me his questions. She eventually sat back down and she told me how weird he was and just how inappropriate that he was being towards me. Well, after about three weeks, it had finally died down a little. I was getting to be really happy and comfortable, that is, until he decided to keep bothering me. I had gotten to the point where I had to hide behind my friends so he wouldn't see me and harass me again. I had actually avoided him all the way until summer camp was over and I was actually so happy that I had finally gotten out of that situation. But of course, the story doesn't end here. After about a year and I was in 6th grade, I think I was in this boys and girls club and we had a field trip to this big high school to do charity work for the holidays. I was really excited since me and my friend were going to have a good time and have some fun until I saw him again. He had gotten taller and a little chubbier. I was a little scared and panicked, but I thought and hoped to myself that he wouldn't remember me 
and that he would think I was a stranger from another school just doing charity work. But I was dead wrong. As I was having some fun dancing with my friends and walking around, I heard a familiar voice behind me. I shuddered in fear as I realized it was Michael and that he had found me. Michael had actually acted like nothing had ever happened back at summer camp. Michael had greeted me like I was a long lost childhood friend, like we were best friends or something that had lost contact. I put up a fake smile as him and his other friend from the summer camp walked towards me and my friend. Keep in mind that my other friends weren't with me at the time and it was just me and another girl that was one of my best friends. She was very confused about the situation since she didn't even know these guys. She gave me kind of a scared look like, who the hell are these guys and why are they looking at you like that? I looked at her back and I gave her this uncomfortable yet scared look that was just telling her to get me away from these guys and that they're really bad trouble. And that's when Michael starts asking me questions again and making me even more uncomfortable. But the thing that made me terrified and violated the most was when Michael went in for a hug and he groped my chest and actually attempted to squeeze my butt too. I honestly felt so disgusting and terrible with myself that I let him do that to me. Even to this day, I still think about it and cry, thinking that I'm the one to blame. When he was finished, Michael then looked at me, gave me a smirk, and laughed at me. My face was overlooked with disbelief and horror when I saw his face. It was so evil, so sinister, and filled with no remorse. Me and my friend both looked at each other and then ran away panicking. I really feel like I made the biggest mistake of my life because I didn't tell anyone. I just went to the bathroom and cried. I told my friends to come with me since I was too scared that he would follow me to the bathroom and do God knows what to me. After me and my friend left the bathroom, we went back to the gym area where this whole thing happened. And what do you know? Michael had started following me and my friends all around the gym, just staring at me and walking behind us. I started getting really upset to the point where I stopped in my tracks, turned around, and told the creep off. I cursed and screamed at him, and I almost attacked him. I didn't want him to make me feel this way, to feel unsafe, scared, and defenseless, feeling weak. After I told him off, I guess it scared him away, and he finally stopped bothering me after that for the rest of the field trip. I just want to say to anyone out there going through something similar, always tell an adult or somebody that can help you if you're being harassed or touched on. You really need to tell someone so that they can help you and solve the problem. Michael, if you're out there and you're somehow listening to this, I genuinely hope that you've gotten the help that you needed because the next time you try this, you won't be so lucky. This happened a long time ago when I was a teenager. I was around 15 or 16 years old when this event took place. It happened on Christmas Eve, and a bunch of my family was over at my house for Christmas. I was in my bedroom when my dad had called me and my sisters for dinner. When I was leaving my room, I thought I saw something move outside the window. But since there's a tree by the window, my first thought that it was probably just the tree moving in the wind. I closed the door to my room, and I went into the dining room where all my family was sitting. All of a sudden, I had got a really uneasy feeling but I just brushed it off again. I then sat down in the seat by my sister, who we'll call Jessica. I was the first one to finish eating, and I left the table and went back to my room. But the moment I walked in, I still had a really bad feeling. I didn't brush it off this time, and I looked out the window. I couldn't really see outside very well, and my light was on, so if anybody was outside, 
they could see me just fine. I then shut off my lamp and looked out again, but nobody was there. However, I looked a little closer, and I then saw marks on my window, like fingerprints in the dust, but not a full handprint. I then immediately left my room and then went to my dad who was still eating. He wasn't very concerned at all, but he still went to check my room out. But when he went inside, he saw somebody pressing their fingers on the window, trying to see inside a bit more clearly. My dad then yelled, What the fuck? And I guess the person outside must have heard it, since he immediately stopped and bolted away. My dad then ran outside and saw the guy, and he said he looked to be a younger guy in his early 20s. He said he had a black hood on and jeans. My dad didn't manage to catch him, but we did call the police. But unfortunately, they couldn't find him either. Some of my family even wanted to leave after this incident because they felt uneasy. A few months later after the incident, we saw a black car driving by our house a lot. And we kind of think it was the guy, but we never saw his face, so there's really no way to be sure. In any case, I guess I'm just glad I'm okay. But it was still a creepy experience nonetheless. Hey everyone, apologies for the brief interruption from the stories, but I want to thank today's sponsor HelloFresh for sponsoring this video. With HelloFresh you get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. The holidays can be hectic. But HelloFresh helps keep things simple with recipes that cut back on meal prep and cleanup so you can spend less time in the kitchen and more quality time with friends and family. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. I think what I love about HelloFresh so much personally is how much time it saves me in the kitchen, especially on nights when I'm going to the gym and I just don't really feel like cooking when I get home. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Dinner14 and use code Dinner14 for up to 14 free meals and 3 free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash Dinner14 and use code Dinner14 for up to 14 free meals and 3 free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. This happened on Thanksgiving of last year when I was 22 years old and it still kind of scares me to this day. A very good friend of mine at the time, who I'll call John, was moving to Texas for a new job that he had gotten, and before you asked, we both lived in Canada. To celebrate his last night in the neighborhood where he had lived for most of his life, and because he was friends with me, he wanted to throw a house party. He told me that it wasn't going to be very big and that he was only going to invite a few people, but I guess everyone heard about it because half the kids from our school ended up coming. I got to John's house before the party was supposed to start, which was in an hour, and I helped him set up the house. Then an hour later, the party was in full swing. Everyone was wearing fall colors like red and orange, and people were drinking and dancing around, and the loudest music was playing. It was honestly making my ears bleed. I then walked over to the staircase with my drink and sat down. I saw John standing off to the corner talking about something with a really cute blonde-haired girl. Suddenly, I hear a deep grunt right beside me, and I then turned around, and I nearly jumped off the stairs in shock. A guy was sitting next to me holding his drink. 
I had noticed that he was about a foot taller than me, and he had dark, deep red hair and green eyes, and he was wearing a white shirt with green pants and sandals. And of course, he also had a black hoodie on. Typical creeper attire. So, are you enjoying the party, kid? The guy had asked in a deep voice. Uh, yeah, I am, actually, and hope you're having a good time, too. I said, laughing nervously at the man. For some weird reason, the guy was really giving me creepy stalker vibes, and I wanted to leave, but my legs forced me to stay put. But then I must have really summoned some balls, because I stood up telling the man I had to go, and walked away from him, breathing heavily. I then walked around the house until I found John again, and I told him about the guy in the black hoodie and how he really freaked me out, but John just told me not to worry about it. Well, about three hours later, and five drinks later, if I might add, I told John I was getting tired and that I was leaving, so I gave him a fist bump, then walked out of his house and headed to mine. When I got to my house, my porch light flipped on. It's one of those lights that turn on whenever it senses movement. I then dug around in my pants pocket for my keys. I then found them, but when I grabbed the doorknob to unlock it, it opened and I cussed under my breath because I had forgotten to lock the door before I left. But I just sighed softly before walking in the house, then made sure I locked the door before heading to my room. I don't know how, but in five minutes I was ready to go to bed, but I decided to stay up for a bit, and I was scrolling through Facebook on my phone. I was looking at pictures of John's house party, but for some reason, I just couldn't stop thinking about that guy who gave me the creeps. After a little bit later, I had started a yawn, which meant that I was getting tired, so I put the phone down on my nightstand and got to a comfortable place in my bed and fell asleep. Suddenly, I then jolted awake, sitting up in my bed. I looked around the room because I thought I heard a loud noise come from somewhere in my room. I rubbed my eyes, thinking it came from outside the house, when I heard the noise again and my eyes landed on the closet. I rolled my eyes and kind of just groaned, thinking something had fallen off the shelves. So I stood up and walked over to the closet. I opened the closet door and looked around in it, but I couldn't really see anything. So I flipped the light on, letting the closet get flooded by the light. What I then saw made me fall backwards and I landed on the ground screaming my head off. I saw that it was the black hoodie guy from John's party sitting in my closet. He had an emotionless look on his face and he had put his finger on his lips telling me to be quiet. Without even thinking about it, I ran into my room and out of the house with only my night clothes on and no shoes, so I was totally barefoot. I then ran all the way to John's house since we lived nearby each other. I then banged on his front door and John then opened it looking at me like I was crazy. I then told him what happened and without a second thought, John called the cops. After about five minutes later, the police rushed over to his house and we were all in John's living room and I told them everything that happened. As you can imagine, they never found the guy and they said he must have run out of the house when I did. But what's even scarier though, was that John never invited that guy into the party, and he just walked into the house of his own free will. <laughs>